box. You opened it. We came. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. Explorers in further regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. Hello, everybody, and welcome to How I Met Your Monster, the show where we discuss the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. I'm Zach. And I'm Casey. And it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And there would be no other way to kick off the Valentine's celebrations than with the Valentine's Day dance. Yeah. At At Valentine Bluffs. At Union Hall? At Union Hall. Yeah. This is the first time we're doing this dance in like 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Yeah. Ever Not since, like 20 uh, years. 20 years. 20 years exactly to the yeah. day yeah. that Harry Warden was killed in the mines. He was not killed. No, <laughs> he wasn't killed. No. But everybody else was killed. <laughs> everybody else was killed. <laughs> he was left alive and poor guy. He just went nutso down he there. He ate those people. He sure did. Wasn't he only down there for like five days? <laughs> think so yeah um he would have been fine yeah yeah he didn't need to eat them yeah i think yeah six days yeah i don't know something like that it was really like he could have made it yeah that's cool well like even if even if he had to like eat them you know kind of like the the Dahmer party donner 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 even if he like had to eat them to survive like i don't think he would have went crazy Depends, man. It's hard for some people to handle. That's true. You know? I mean, yeah. I guess you never know until you're trapped in a mine. That's right. But before we meet Harry Warden, I want to talk about current viewings. Okay. I watched a fucking crazy movie. Oh, good. Also from 1981. Okay. Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Have you seen this? No, but does it have anything to do with uh, the guy who killed women in Alaska? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, But it's very odd. It's like incestual. Very cool. Because like it's about like this lady who's this, she's the aunt of this kid who just turned 17. And she's been raising him since his parents died when he was three. Okay. And like she doesn't want him to like leave the house. She like wants oh. him forever. Okay. Um, and it's very bizarre. But really, it would not, it does not hold up today. <laughs> Basically, because it is not a politically correct kind of uh, movie. Yes. They use the F word a lot and not fuck, but the other F word. Oh, I was like, what's wrong with that, Zach? <laughs> like a lot, a lot. I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is, ugh. Yeah. But uh, the the character who does say it all the time gets his gets his what what's he, coming to him. He gets it. But uh, it was just a wild ride. Wild ride of wrongness. <laughs> <laughs> wrongness. So I cannot recommend Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker um, to anyone. <laughs> Good. Um, it is on Shutter, but I do not recommend it. So you can pass on this one. All right. Good to know. Um, have you seen anything? Uh, I watched Behind the Monsters. Okay. I watched the uh, Candyman episode, Chucky episode, Freddy episode, and uh, Pinhead. Oh, cool. Have you watched any of it? I have not. No. It's Is so it good. a series? Yes. It's just a documentary series on Shudder. Okay. Are they like half hour, hour long? 45. 45 minutes, something like Maybe that? Maybe an hour. My, I was really into it. Okay. Actually, yeah. Because Brooke came to visit me last weekend and she was here while I was watching one of them and she was laughing at me because I was like sitting on the edge of the couch, just like shaking my head and going, mm hmm, mm hmm. And she's laughing. I'm like, I was just thinking that. <laughs> just talking about shit. Is it, you know, about how they were created? Kind of, they have the uh, effects artists and the creators and writers and all that kind of stuff. And okay. Yeah. 
Do you have a favorite episode out of the ones you've watched? Or are they all pretty stand up? They're all good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The ones I didn't watch were Michael Myers and Jason. Okay. Yeah, just because I cared okay. least about them. I'm interested, like, just hearing the ones that you've talked about, I'd be interested most in watching the Pinhead episode. Yeah, yeah, very just good. To, like, is there a lot of interview with Clive Barker? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Clive Barker, just, Doug Bradley. Clive Barker just seems so interesting. Yeah, uh, the interview, it's funny because if you haven't seen Hellraiser, there it looks like the interview footage that they used was partially from like that shitty room in Hellraiser. Okay. So it would be really funny if you haven't seen it to be like, man, where's this guy at? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I like this guy's style. is very nomadic, you know? Couldn't they have found a better place to do an interview? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that was good and then they talked about the sequels which was funny too because uh kevin yeager that the effects artist that i talked about recently he directed part four bloodline bloodline which is i i mean i like it i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember thinking it was pretty good yeah then another one that i saw was like they talk about in the third one how like there's a guy that just has cds Uh uh-huh in his Ridiculous uh-huh. looking. <laughs> they were just using anything. Because, I mean, you know, Pinhead had pins in his head. Mm-hmm. So why not make a Cenobite that had CDs coming out of his body? Well, that must have been like mid-90s. Yeah, I'm sure that CDs were like cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, that. look at that guy's collection. <laughs> Man, these CDs are awesome, but they seem dangerous. They are- yeah. <laughs> They get sliced right into you. You better be yeah. careful. Yeah, geez. Public service announcement. CDs are dangerous. Hellraiser told us so. <laughs> um, I think that's all I watched. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you watch My Bloody Valentine? No. Oh, shit. Of course I did. Awesome. I've seen it before, though. Had you seen it before, th- before this? Yes. Okay. But I didn't remember how good it was. Oh, I did. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, in that case, do you think it's time to meet our monster? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Harry Warden. Harry Warden. He was in the mines during the Valentine's Day dance. Which I'd be upset if I couldn't go either. (laughs) Who doesn't love a good Valentine's Day dance? Of like older people. They're not even like high school kids. Yeah. um, I'm just, I guess there's just not a lot to do there. But Harry Warden and a few... Other miners were in the mines during the Valentine's Day dance, and somebody forgot to check the gas levels, um, the yeah. methane levels of the of the mine, and someone lit a match, and the thing exploded, crushed a bunch of fucking miners. It was a few. A few's a bunch. A few a could few. be a bunch. Um, <laughs> and then after like six days, five or six days, they found Harry Warden just. Mm-hmm crazy eating people we must make a correction very quickly okay it was six weeks okay <laughs> okay okay six weeks he can eat the people <laughs> he can eat them That's he's okay. totally justified <laughs> and if he went a little crazy uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a lot of time to think about how angry he was at his bosses for for leaving and not check, not doing safety checks. So, all right, yeah. Harry, go Harry. All right. Wait, is Harry even a monster at this point? Maybe we should just quit this episode. Well, no, I mean, he's he's not necessarily the monster in this movie anyway. <sighs> he's not. He's not. Hmm. He's partially the monster. Partially. He's the reason the monster was created. Okay, so all those years later, after that accident had happened... 
the years following? Was that somebody else? What do you mean? Wait a second. <laughs> did you not watch the full movie? I did watch the movie. Okay. But were you were you stoned? Yes, but not like. <laughs> But not like, uh, no, I, I, I knew it was going on. But my understanding was, so like in the flashback when they're telling the story. Yeah. The accident happened at the mine. Correct. And then like the next year at the Valentine's yes. Day dance, people got killed and their hearts were put into a box? No. One year later, he killed the two managers that left him in the mine without doing the safety checks. Okay. And he put their, their hearts in a box. Their hearts were in box in a box. Okay. So he killed those people a year after. Yes. And then they had him committed? He had been committed. He escaped from the mental institution. Okay. Killed them a year later, was put back into the mental institution, but still for another like however many years, threatened to come back and do it again. Okay. If they ever if the they ever again. had a Valentine's dance again. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, why did they think, like, 20 years was the time to do it? Well, uh, I don't know. It's a long time. The, the kids, they didn't seem to care. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's like they decided, okay, 20 years, enough time has passed. Let's do the dance. Yeah. But they had not even checked if he was still in the hospital. Like, they didn't even follow up on him until after people started dying. Correct. Then they're like, nobody knows where he is. Yeah, for some reason, the mental institution did not know his whereabouts. Yeah. But don't Which... you think, like, if, if you were like, okay, 20 years, is it been long enough? Can we bring the dance back? Do you think Harry Warden's going to fucking come get us again? I don't know. Let's just let's just see how he's doing up there in uh, the institution. Let's just yeah. find out. Well, I guess you should have been mayor of Valentine's Bluffs. I should have. Yeah. So okay. that's Harry Warden. That's Harry Warden. Let's jump into the movie. Let's do it. In our past episode, in our People Under the Stairs episode, I talked to you about some camera tricks. This movie opens on one. Do you know what it was? Um, I was way too distracted by the stroking of the gas mask tube. I have no idea. <laughs> that opening kill, that was... <laughs> That was something. Um, no, it opens on a series of Dutch angles. Yes, the Dutch angle was the one that I liked in The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. 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 We get a, this movie just like takes off. Yep. Yeah, there's the not downtime in this movie. Right. You get the yeah. opening kill like right at the beginning and then 10 minutes, 15 minutes into the movie when it really just starts to get going again. Yeah. That first uh, first time we see Harry. Uh, he's in the mines with a, a sexy blonde, thirty-something woman. Mm. <laughs> that's how that's how old they determine she is by her heart. Oh, yeah, yeah they do. That was her heart, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, is, does he shove her onto a pickaxe? Do you think? Yeah, I think he because he does that earlier. He puts the pick in the wall, like yes. next to her, and she gets like turned on by that. Yeah, yeah. She's and got that little heart tattoo, and it drives him crazy. Just he just goes nuts. Yeah, I can't. But how cool was okay. First of all, I don't even know if his if her heart would still be intact the way that yes. he shoved her onto that pick. Yeah. Second, I love that the camera zooms in on her face and then into her mouth while she's yeah. screaming. Yeah. Um, that was fun. It's like, very cool. Okay, so we are introduced to Valentine's Valentine Bluffs. Yes. It sounds so much I want to say Valentine's Bluff. Yeah, yeah, I mean but it's Valentine Bluffs. It's not a real place. You can say whatever you want. I mean, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a mining town in Canada. That's right. But I love movies with like the working class miners. Yeah. Like Deer Hunter and okay. All the Right Moves with okay. Tom Cruise. Okay. Where he's like, I don't want to work in the mines, Dad. I want to play football. Very or good. Go to, college, go to college or something. Um, but I just love that atmosphere of like the dirty workers. They like always oh, so dirty. They like grew up knowing they're going to work in the mines. It's mm -hmm. like really depressing, but it's also I just is it depressing or is it great that you don't have to think about what you should do with your life? That's depressing. 
you don't want to have to think about what to do with your life? No, I'm 32 and I still have no fucking clue. It would have been great if I would have grown up in a mining town and just been a miner. <laughs> no, no women allowed in the mines. They I said just, so. Those sexist miners. Which I don't understand why. Because they're doing things down there that they don't want the women to know about. If you know oh. what I mean. <laughs> I'm just but they just like, they grow up, they know they're going to be miners. They just like, then they go and then it's like, oh, it's quitting time. The, let's ring the bell. Who can make it to the bar first? And oh, yeah. Just like, um, the bar, the bar that had uh, 90s dad garage decor in it. Did you see? <laughs> it had nude ladies. That's <laughs> <laughs> from magazines. <laughs> like in a public bar. Like, I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's what my garage looked like growing up. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Did you know that they filmed this in real mines? Those weren't sets. I assumed because of the budget of this movie. The budget. What was the budget for this movie? So it was 2.3 million Canadian. Okay. Which right now I think equates to like 1.8 US dollars. Okay. Back back in the 80s, I'm not sure what the what it was if it's changed since then but still not a lot of money oh yeah still still definitely low budget so yeah i figured that uh it would have just been a lot less money for them to rent the mine yeah rather than trying to build one so i was on our trusted trivia source imdb yes of course and i saw that when they were going to this town in nova scotia to film the townspeople got wind that this a movie was coming to film so they spent like fifty thousand dollars cleaning and painting the mine stuff like the everything to make it look nice yeah and they specifically chose that for it's like rundown kind of look yeah and so they had to spend a whole bunch of money like not restoring it but like destroying it yeah <laughs> uh, to, to make, make it, look... it look worn again yeah yeah <laughs> it's like oh i would be so pissed yeah, I think that probably my only complaint about this movie is that because of how small the budget is, I assume that's why we didn't really see a whole lot of like the actual like kills because they didn't put budget towards effects really, other than the fake hands in the bar. Oh, when they're doing the knife, yeah. the knife thing. I call that the bishop. I call that doing the bishop. Doing the doing the bishop with those doing obviously fake rubber hands. Yeah, so apparently there's like 9 minutes or so that were cut to make it R. And so there is Blu-ray out there that has, there's a, the, the My Bloody Valentine Blu-ray has the uncut version. Oh. Which has, I think it has like six, five or six minutes put back into it. And the other little bit like couldn't be restored. Mm -hmm. The part where, what's his name? Michael and Harriet. They go, they're like. Where they have, they have the auger through them at the end. Yeah. 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 So they filmed that whole scene like in detail. Yeah. And the MPAA just said, you need to cut this like completely. They didn't even like let them cut it down. They just said, get rid of it. And so that footage apparently couldn't be restored. And huh. so because just like the way it was kept, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, and so almost all the graphic kills are put back into the uncut version except that oh see i always it's just, just not there i always just go to budget i don't think about the fact that because i'm so used to seeing like really disgusting terrible movies that are mm -hmm. rated r now because the rating system is so different right i don't think about that you know what i'm feeling so fucking generous right now what what are you giving away zach we're giving away my bloody valentine oh on okay. on blu-ray on blu-ray okay Theatrical cut and uncut okay. in one Blu-ray set. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I just decided this just now. So uh, we're doing it on Twitter this time. Yeah. Check out our Twitter. I met your monster. Look for the tweet. It'll be pinned. Enter for a chance to win a My Bloody Valentine Blu-ray and see these extra minutes that were left to the cutting room floor because right. of ratings yeah do it i want to see him maybe i'll enter <laughs> can i enter oh yeah when we send the i forgot to say that when we send the blu-ray it may or may not be opened um 
So because <laughs> you wanted to because you want to check <laughs> that out because <laughs> I wanted to watch it first. <laughs> uh, he just... used my bloody Valentine <laughs> Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. So first of all, realistically, we got to get into the fact that uh, this isn't really Harry. Yeah. So the first the first time we see Axel, I think it's is it in the shower at the beginning before they go to the bar, and they're like, oh, yeah, and somebody yeah. gets. I I was kind of confused on the characters at that point because they're like talking about how Sarah is with Axel instead of TJ yeah. now. And yeah. then I guess it's Axel that gets like all uptight about it. And TJ's like, eh, whatever. Even though yeah. he's really uptight about it. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you, uh, this has to do with TJ, the man who plays TJ. Don't remember his name, but uh, he is British. So this British man doing a Canadian accent I thought he sounded very Irish. Okay. I could I could kind of see that. I was like, why does this guy have an Irish accent? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, he's just British and he's really bad at doing a Canadian accent. <laughs> he was trying real hard. I I think I liked I think I liked that actor. I, I did think. too. He he looked he, he reminded me of Rufus Sewell, like young Rufus Sewell. Ah. Uh, he looks yeah. like Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Axel's just a uh, an uptight an uptidy whitey about this girl, Sarah, that him mm-hmm. and TJ fight over in this whole movie. Yeah. Which... It's probably because he's wearing whitey tidies. He's all bunched up. <laughs> yeah. How uncomfortable. Um, but the two of them kind of reminded me of like Danny's gripes from the, my boyfriend's back episode. Uh, oh Yeah. Yeah, they both felt so like entitled to having this girl like she was their property. <laughs> yeah, there's that, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole dynamic between the three of them is just, I don't know. I feel so bad for her. Yeah. They just, they're just idiots. And I feel bad for her because they're not even like, it's almost like they're not even concerned about her. They're just, it's like, no, it's just like swinging dicks. Yeah, swing, you know spiggle, <laughs> whose dick swings lower? <laughs> Big right? old swing. Is that what dicks. you guys? Is that what you guys do? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a saying, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I don't think it actually happens. You've never, you've never. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been part of a swinging dick competition. You've, you've never had to fight. You've never had to fight for a girl in a swinging dick competition. <laughs> um. No. No. Okay. For, fortunately, no. Yeah. Good thing, huh? Whew. All right. So they're they're like setting up for the dance. They're setting up for the dance. It's a, I guess that I didn't catch on to the fact that the place is called Valentine Bluffs. So like that's why they're so into Valentine's Day. Because I'm like, why, why the fuck uh-huh. is literally everything in this town decorated for Valentine's Day? <laughs> nice. Good eye, Casey. <laughs> hey, the Mabel's goddamn laundromat. Oh, man. Mabel's laundromat. I love that scene. Yeah, me too. Even more, I think I like the scene where the chief comes to investigate oh, yeah. the laundromat. I guess he's not investigating really when he gets there, but he like he walks by the dryer. I guess she's in the dryer. Yes. And like you see the whole bloody window of the dryer, mm-hmm. but you're not looking for it. Right. And so it's right there in front of your face, but if you don't know it's coming, you would just totally miss it because right. it's just in the background. Yeah, um, he's just looking for Mabel. Why would she be in the dryer? Oh, man, yeah. When she, when her body falls out of that dryer, mm-hmm. it's so gross. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so what? who we believe to be Harry goes in there. He kills Mabel. I like that he has... I like that his spotlight is on, too. Yeah. And it's just on her when he kills her. And then, of course... Uh, he sets down the package that says roses are red, violets are blue. Uh, one is dead and so are you. And then again, when the chief goes in to look, I mean, he discovers that uh, somebody has turned all of the hearts into ball sacks. Yeah. By turning them, <laughs> by turning them upside down. Spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen My Bloody Valentine and you're still listening to this episode. Axel is actually the killer at the end of this movie. Everyone thinks it's Harry Warden coming back, but it's actually Axel, who we've already established wears whitey tighties. Mm. 
Oh. Right? Okay. So his balls are so bunched up. He doesn't okay. have any, like, freedom down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was sending a signal to the townspeople by by turning all those hearts upside down into ball sacks. So is that why he's really angry? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, he's angry because he's stuck working in a mine wearing whitey tighties. It's a cry for help is what it is. Of course. Of course. Yeah. What What do we want? Looser underwear. When do we want it? Now. No. He could have just done that. Instead killing all those people. <laughs> um, who's after Mabel? After Mabel, um, happy talking about having the party and he's like, I'll scare these kids. And he goes out there and he, he puts up a fake Harry in the, and then the real one appears. A couple of things about that. I love happy because yeah. he's just that crazy Ralph character, mm-hmm. which Friday the 13th just came out like a year prior to this movie. Um, so it already became like a, or it, well, I guess it was in the works of becoming a, a cliche, a stereotype of that character. Yeah. And so there's that about happy. Then I love when you can see a kill being set up. You see the setup for like minutes ahead of time. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And also he gets killed the same way that Tom Atkins gets killed in the remake with the pick through the throat, I guess, into the mouth. Like goes it's like, like up un- this way? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like under the mouth and it goes up into the um but then he drags him. He drags him across the ground with that hook in his mouth. So I love it. I just want to point out again another poem. Um cancel the dance or it'll happen thrice. Yeah. So I have a question. Um Okay. TJ him and Alex Alex? Alex. Axel. Axel. <laughs> Alex. Alex. Um, it didn't sound right. Him and Axel have a fight in the mine. And then TJ leaves like early, I guess. And he's all dressed and showered and before everyone comes up. So mm-hmm. he takes off. He goes to, I guess it's a grocery store or something to pick up Sarah from work. Yeah. And he puts her in the car and she's like, I don't want to go with you. And he's like, yeah, he kidnaps her. He kidnaps her. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then he takes her out to the middle of the fucking ocean. Yeah. uh, The bluffs. Um, The next time you see them after that scene, he's at the bar and she's walking home alone in the dark. Correct. So he just like dropped her off in the middle of nowhere and went to the bar. Well, spoiler alert, because I do have nine real monsters for this episode. Um, (laughs) That is one of them. Uh huh. Is okay. just him for letting her fucking walk home alone at night. I don't think that they're aware that there's actually a killer yet. No, they're not. They're but not. yeah, you still don't do that. But just like yeah, even if there's a killer or not, like that's just rude. And that is rude. It's it's, uh, it's very rude. So I think that it's really funny when they start this party in the rec room. Um, everybody just pours in at the same time. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody arrives punctually on time. I like it. That's right. Yeah. It's the way yeah, a party should be. That's right. That's right. None, none of this like, none of this like, oh. Trickling I, in. Do I want to get there? I can't get there right away because I'm going to be right. the only one there. But then like, how right. late do you show up? Right. It's just, because at yeah, some point so, you show up and it's just like, dude, where the fuck has this guy been? Yeah. And everybody's probably already drunk and yeah. So they all, they all just, uh. Show up at the right time. Be like Finch in American Pie. I don't remember anything about that movie except that that guy fucks a pie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's probably the key takeaway for a lot of people. uh, Yeah. Um, Okay. Can we talk about this next kill for a minute? Sure. The drowning slash boiling in hot dog water. Yeah. Oh my god. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> um and like why were those hot dogs <laughs> why were those hot dogs just like fl- floating around and he like he had to choose like the best one. It's <laughs> like, oh yeah, here's a winner. It's, a Canadian potluck is just a big old <laughs> bat of boiling hot dogs. 
Oh, man. Um, okay. So after the lovely hot dog water part. Ugh. Which um, I guess we find out later that he probably died from being boiled before he drowned. Yeah. Because you see his face later in the refrigerator. And yeah, that's another melted. thing. When they reveal him, yes. it's another one of those things that's just so cool. They do it again, like the laundromat, yeah. where yeah. it's just right in frame and the characters don't even notice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, chef's kiss. Yeah. All kinds of them in this one. All kinds. Um, so I will say that, again, when Axel and TJ are fighting in the rec room over Sarah, I could not get over the way TJ said, that's it. And I had to rewind it like six times because it was just so <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, that was a that um, was a that was an odd fight. I love Hollis, though, that guy that br- with the mustache. Dude, Hollis. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know the remake was in like 2009 or something. And yes. so it probably wouldn't have worked then. But if they remade My Bloody Valentine today, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. You don't watch What We Do in the Shadows, do you? No. Oh, my God. He was in an episode of that. And he plays one of their familiars. And so he works for them and like wants to uh-huh. become a vampire eventually. Uh-huh. Oh my God. It's so fucking good. We watch that episode, just that episode randomly all the time. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. I feel like I was watching Haley Joel Osment in that movie. <laughs> I, I didn't at the time, but maybe, maybe next time I'll think about it. Okay. Um, about but it. yeah, no, Hollis is, Hollis is great. He's like yeah. the, he's like the, the party man, but he's like the peacekeeper. Yeah, I kind of thought he was like the Samwise Gamgee. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. To who? To TJ? I don't know because he's the real. Because he's like the real hero of the story. Uh, everyone thinks he? Frodo. I mean, he took everyone down into the mine. I, he didn't want to. He just yeah. wanted to get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true, but he but he's every- still. I, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I, okay. I mean, I'm just. He gave everybody blankets and flashlights. He did. And again, they still didn't know that somebody was killing everybody yet. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So next, uh, Sylvia is left Dude, alone. That sequence was so fun. Oh, yeah. Where they're dropping all the clothes. Yeah. All the clothes mm-hmm. are dropping down. And... and then they show happy. Was also dropped down there. So that's also yeah. this. It kind of reminded me in the pumpkin ha- Pumpkinhead episode how I was talking about how like he liked to like show off the fact that he had killed their friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they, he kind of does it in this movie too. Yeah, like he could have done anything to Mabel. Just like hide the body. But he put her uh-huh. in the fucking dryer. Yep. And then What's later the on he like drops what's his name down off of a rope when they're climbing up the ladder. Oh yeah. How- Howard. Yes, and his head Howard. fucking flies off, and <laughs> yeah, um, man. But yeah. that that kill of Sylvia is brutal. It is. I wish we could have seen more of it. Yeah, me too. Um, and then uh, TJ and Axel go down, down in the mine to make sure that their friends are okay. <laughs> when they're going down there, and they're like, "Okay, I'm gonna go on this floor. You go on this floor," and he's like. They're like, good luck. And they like shake hands. And then they both get on the elevator together. <laughs> they both get on the elevator together. I know. I was like, why didn't they just have a shot of them in the elevator talking about it? <laughs> what, whatever, man. Also, I like that they made sure that they put on their jumpsuits and shit before they went down. Yes. Well, yeah, you had to for the for the the mystery of it all coming That's up. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, and the next part, I really like the part where uh, Harry slash Axel is coming down the in the that down the, the quote unquote hallway in the mine, whatever you would call it, and just bashing the lights. My next note: Harry breaking lights, badass. It is badass, and I like that they can hear him, but they can't see. They don't see him at all in that sequence. So yeah, yeah, it's even freakier. It's even scarier, you know, because they don't know mm-hmm. what's down there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This this there's some good suspense in this movie. It's a there is. 
it's a well-made movie. It is good. I haven't, uh, I only watched the remake once, so okay. I don't remember the remake at all. The remake was the first movie that I saw in 3D in the movie theater, <laughs> like during when this, that was like one of the first ones that came out when like 3D was becoming a thing again. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time that I, I had seen a movie in 3D that like the whole thing was in 3D. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like things coming at you. Right. Yeah. Which they did, but it was like, you could tell the the foreground from the background. It was all mm-hmm. just like separated. Yeah. Um, but I, think, I, yeah. I, I mean, I remember it being halfway decent. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you said, it, I think I've only seen it the once. Yeah. I remember more <clears throat> that year at Halloween Horror Nights, they did a Silver Screams haunted house. Okay. And a big part of it was my bloody Valentine. Hmm. And I remember parts of that. It was really cool. Nice. The latter sequence was mm-hmm. nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Where they're going up and like she's almost not so scared of like the killer. She's more scared of heights. Yeah. And I <clears throat> love Sarah. Yeah. Because she's just like, hurry, come on, dude. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Come on, let's go. She fucking smacks her friend on the face. Uh-huh. Oh, because that's because before that. Hollis finds Mike and Harriet. Right. Oh, auger. yeah. And then he gets um, nail Nailed gunned yeah. to the face. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Comes around the corner and she, the, the girl's freaking out. Sarah smacks her. She's yeah. like, we got to fucking go. Patty. Patty. Yes. Patty is the Vern of my bloody Valentine. Vern who? Stand by me. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Jerry O'Connell. He's the Jerry O'Connell. Okay. Patty is the young Jerry O'Connell of my bloody Valentine. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. So she smacks her, and then they go. They're just like, "Hey, Hollis is dead. Like, I'm sorry." Um. But Patty like sold that performance. Like she did yeah. so good because. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like that's how you would react. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. Out. I like, mean, most them. people, I don't think anybody would really act like Sarah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I liked that she was very, like, mm-hmm. got to get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. And then, and then while they're walking up the ladder, too, that's when Howard, like I said earlier, Howard's body gets thrown down mm-hmm. and his head pops off. He was like, <laughs> he had those, what was he doing with like snorting the coke? I don't know. Snorting the Coca-Cola. I don't know. Like acting like it was cocaine and thinking that it was funny. I don't know. He was like the Dane Cook of the party. I don't know. I never (laughs) understand. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then next is Patty. We get Patty in the belly. Right in the guts. Patty gets a pick to the... (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say pick to the pecker. Um, But... Uh, yeah, no, Patty gets it right in the belly with the pickaxe. Um, yeah, there's the whole this the whole sequence plays out where you don't know if it's TJ or you don't know if it's oh, Axel or you don't know if it's right. actually Harry Warden. Like it could be right. any one of them. Um, then Axel throws his light in the water. Oh yeah, and, and breaks the thing to make it look like he fell in the water. Uh huh. Yeah, man. TJ's like, I ain't going in there. <laughs> yeah, 60 feet deep, which also that reminds me, um, there was more to this, too, obviously, than just it being a slasher, like the claustrophobia of mm. like being down there freaks mm-hmm. me out, too. Um, sure. So that added another layer, I think, to the scariness or uncomfortableness, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, have you ever seen The Descent? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking about. I used to love it. I don't know how it holds up now in that department, but I do remember that a big part of it was the spelunking that I was like, Ugh. ooh, thought that they were going to get caught in there. Yeah, Nina and I watched it like last year. Yeah. And oh my God, the it's so claustrophobic. Yeah. And there's that scene where she's, 
they're crawling. Oh, I guess on a str- I just have to stretch my arms real quick. Like, <laughs> I have I space here. <laughs> I can't even think about it without stretching my arms, but <laughs> they're crawling and like her arms are bent up like, against her chest and they're crawling like a little mm-hmm. army crawl kind of through like these tiny little spaces and she gets stuck yeah. and she can't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I got to shake out my arms right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh man. Yeah. No. So I get what you're saying about the mines. That yeah. would be, that's crazy. Imagine yeah. even filming down there. Yeah. And with a crew and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know. Then we're, then we're revealed that it is Axel. Um, Axel yeah. is revealed to be the son of one of the men that the actual Harry Warden killed the year after he was trapped in the mine. Right. Because Harry had actually died five years ago. Right. Yeah. Right. Harry was so, dead this whole time. So first of all, they like, they trap him in that room with all the stuff that fell on him. And then they reveal that he's still alive mm-hmm. and he's missing an arm, mm-hmm. but he crawls back into the the mine. Yeah. I love that. I oh my love God. that part. It, it was so good. And he's like cackling and like. Yes. And he says, Sarah, my bloody Valentine. And the something else. And yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so fucking uh, weird. And he laughs. And yeah. it's just. Man, it's so. It's creepy because he hadn't talked like that through the whole movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just like Axel. And then mm-hmm. he just like lost it when he was like yeah. revealed. He's like, yeah. like he was putting on an act the whole time. And then he was like, finally, I could be myself. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, So obviously there was like trauma with like witnessing his dad getting murdered and stuff like that. Do you think that this whole like TJ Sarah thing, do you think that that's why he finally went berserk? I don't think so. No? You just think that it was? No. You think that it, though that it was because of the dance? I think it was because of the dance. Yeah. Because they had not had a dance since that happened. Right. And he was probably okay with that. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, I guess it would be more of a reminder. The reason that his dad died was because of the motherfucking Valentine's dance. Yeah. Yeah. But the ending is great. And then the. The Harry Warden like theme song at the end is so cool. I also do like that this movie was kind of very original too. Yeah. Yeah. And there hasn't been anything since then other than the remake either that has been. Yeah. So apparently something like that. Again, going back to our most trusted trivia source, IMDb, um, they were wanting to do a movie based on a holiday and Valentine's had not been done. Uh-huh. And so because this was like the boom of like the slasher kind uh-huh. of craze because of Friday the 13th and Black Christmas and all that stuff. Yeah. They filmed this under a working title of The Secret is what it was called, The Secret. Um, so that nobody knew that it was like a Valentine's Day right. thing until... They okay. knew it, they knew it would be called My Bloody Valentine, but they didn't yeah. want people to know, so they just called it the secret until okay. they were done. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, okay, so is it time to go over our favorite reveals? Sure. I'm gonna act like Danny. I don't know if this counts, uh, <laughs> but um, I just really like the part where he's smashing all the light bulbs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like I said, they they can hear him, but they don't see him yet and uh they know that he's down there somewhere close mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was so, a badass scene yeah my favorite is the very first time we see harry warden in the flashback story oh yes yeah yeah when they like break open the the brick or the rocks and he's in there he's like chewing on an arm or something and he like <laughs> yeah fucking like screams um, yeah i think that that was my favorite because it was just like holy shit yeah. Um, okay, well, now it's time for a segment that I like to call The Real Monster. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man! You're a monster! I'm not a monster here, you are. 
you and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Now, Casey, I understand that you have a lot of real monsters. Yes, I sure do. How many do you have? Nine. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Go. Okay. So first of all, it's the mayor. Uh, when he's in the car after he gets his um, that box of what he thinks are Valentine's candies, mm-hmm. he says, the only thing I like more than Christmas candy is Valentine's candy. And we all know that the chocolates in those Valentine hearts are disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there like, is there like, I mean, I'm sure there's like fancy boxes of chocolates, hearts. They're in Valentine Bluff. No, they're, no. (laughs) Number two, the mental institution, because they don't fucking know what happened Mm. to Harry Warden. Right. They don't know where he's at. They don't even know if he's dead. Okay. Number three, Sylvia's boyfriend, whose name we don't know, uh, is trying to impress her by blowing smoke rings in the bar. Okay. He does not blow smoke smoke rings. He doesn't? (laughs) He sure does not. (laughs) But he's trying, but he can't. All right. As I already said, TJ for letting Sarah walk home in the fucking dark. Uh Uh-huh. Patty, okay? Because she said that her Valentine's dress was cut down to here and that she had a slit up to here and that Valentine's dress was not sexy, okay? Sorry, Patty. Fair enough. Sorry, Patty. Um, Harry's poetry. Oh, actually, it would be Axel's poetry. Technically. Oh, right, right. Uh, oh, because at one point he just sends a poem that says, "Don't you didn't stop the party. Um, <laughs> That's more like a more like a note than a poem. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, Sylvia, because she's making out with her boyfriend with her eyes completely open. Oh, really? Oh, wide open. I didn't like catch not that. not even just like drifting open a little bit. It's like wide open. OK. <laughs> uh, sexist minors in the 80s. Yep. Okay. We're not wanting women's in the minds. And last, this is my main, my number one monster. And I'm going to read it exactly how I wrote it. The boiling of hot dogs. Actually, no, just hot dogs. Eating hot dogs. The existence of hot dogs. (laughs) You know what I ate before this episode? I fucking hate hot dogs. Did you really? Two of them. Oh, God, I hate hot dogs. (laughs) They're revolting. Weird, strange tubes of meat. I don't know I if you them. could. I don't know if you could call it meat. Tubes of, uh, of discarded animal parts. Let's just call it filling. It's so gross. Tubes of filling. I'm comfortable with that. Animal pudding in tubes. <laughs> it's like gogurt. Oh gosh. Are hot dogs really just adult gogurt? <laughs> Ew. Okay. All right. Well, what do you have? Um, I have a few. I've got the police for not knowing that Axel's dad was one of the ones that was killed on mm. one of the ones that was like responsible right. for the killing of Harry Warden. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and like they knew his dad was killed. And so he didn't just like grow up like they had to have known. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't just, know. 1981. People didn't go to therapy, you know. But that was 19. Oh, true. 60. Even less. Um, I have the Axel TJ Sarah love triangle as a real monster because mm-hmm. it's yes. just weird. I have society okay. for making for making men hide their emotions. Axel okay. during the party, Axel gets upset with Sarah and TJ and all that stuff. And she has, Sarah doesn't want anybody to be around anybody. Axel goes outside and has to hide to cry. Yes. I mean, he's killing people. He's also so, a serial killer. Yeah. He's also a serial killer. <laughs> but still, no, I, I, blame, I agree. Still, I blame society. I agree. Um, TJ's scarf. Yeah. His outfit at the, at the party, I was trying not to be like judgmental about, you know, you just, cause you know, TJ, you just do you, but, yeah. 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 Um, and then I have then I have TJ's shuffleboard technique when Sarah is... comes to Sarah comes to use the jukebox behind him, but really just yeah. to like talk to him. 
and he's just, just to like, say, get over it, TJ. <laughs> he's like slamming those shuffleboard ah. puck, those pucks down the. Okay, you don't do that. No, that's a sure. That's way what to I. Lose, that's what man. I did when I was six years old. When I was yeah. fucking around at my mom's job playing shuffleboard. Right. I mean, yeah. come on, TJ. You know better. Um, yeah. And then I guess my first real monster that I discovered and will will be my top one. The uh, the shower pressure in the yes and the shower in the mining showers because especially with how dirty those boys get. Yeah. Like one was just like a single, like little tiny jet. Yeah. And then the other one like trickled down and the other one had like a full on, look, looked like an actual shower. Yeah. It's like, come on, get your shit together. Yeah. I agree. I, I can't believe that between 15 of our real monsters, we didn't have any that were the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> For such a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Do you have anything else to say about my bloody Valentine? Uh, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Definitely. Definitely worth a watch. It is. I would, I would like to know where TJ went though. Oh, Oh, like didn't it like California or something, right? Oh, did he? I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I feel like they said. Maybe he went to Ireland. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Came back with that accent. Anyway. Um, but yeah, he fell on his ass out there. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it's because he doesn't know how to properly dress himself. <laughs> um, well, okay, let's let our listeners go enjoy their Valentine's Day plans. Or if you don't have any Valentine's Day plans, uh, just fire up another episode. We got a bunch yeah. of... Yeah, yeah, why not? This is episode 40. 40. Wow. Yeah, we've done this 40 times. So Mm -hmm. thank you, listeners, for coming back every week to listen. Um, Yeah. We'll just, you keep, if you keep listening, we'll keep talking. Oh, yeah, we'll keep talking. (laughs) We'll keep talking. Um, But if you are enjoying the show, we always appreciate ratings and reviews on ratethispodcast.com slash monster. Make sure to follow the show on social media. Instagram and Facebook at How I Met Your Monster and Twitter at I Met Your Monster. Don't forget to check out our My Bloody Valentine Blu-ray giveaway uh, over on Twitter. Casey, where can our listeners find you on social media? I am on Instagram at Wolf Mother Casey. Wonderful. Yeah. Just simply wonderful. And you can find me on social at Zach Winsick. Join us next week uh, for one of my favorites. Oh, yes. Um, and I know Danny has been looking forward to this one for a long time because he does Cl- not want clamoring to watch this for movie. it. He does not want to watch this movie. I um, can't wait. We are covering David Cronenberg's The Fly um, That's right. to continue our love month here on How I Met Your Monster. You can sign up for our newsletter at howimetyourmonster.com to stay up to date on news and events and things like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, As always, thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters.